The pandemic film exposes the deep state narrative and it's getting censored all over social media. We're going to go through it today. We're going to listen and watch it together. And the DOJ also drops cases against Michael Flynn. And Tara Reid said she's willing to go under oath and take a polygraph against the claims of Joe Biden. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Raging Patriot Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news together. Now let's get into this. So guys, at the end of this episode, we're actually going to watch the entire pandemic film part one together. And since social media is always uh, trying to censor this, I urge you guys to please share it and spread the word because I do want to get this information out there, whether it's true, whether it's not true, just to have a discussion because we should be talking about this and talk about everything because it's healthy for us and it's healthy for the country. So the DOJ dropped the case against General Flynn, and this is what Trump had to say in response. He was targeted by the Obama administration, and he was targeted in order to try and take down a president. And what they've done is a disgrace, and I hope a big price is going to be paid. A big price should be paid. There's never been anything like this in the history of our country. What they did, what the Obama administration did, is uh, unprecedented. It's never happened. Never happened. A thing like this has never happened before in the history of our country. And I hope a lot of people are going to pay a big price because they're dishonest, crooked people. They're scum. And I say it a lot. They're scum. They're human scum. I love this guy. Listen, good for Michael Flynn for for getting out of this. So the DOJ drops a case against Michael Flynn in wake of an internal memo that was released. The Justice Department on Thursday morning moved to drop its case against former Uh, National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and his stunning development that comes after internal memos were released raising serious questions about the nature of the investigation and led Flynn's late 2017 guilty plead lying to the FBI. The announcement came in a court filing after the consideration for the reviews and facts, circumstances to the case, including newly discovered and disclosed information, as the department put it. DOJ officials said that they concluded that Flynn's interview by the FBI untethered to unjustified okay they just pretty much this interview um yeah I mean that that seems to be pretty much it so James Wins tweeted out the deep state scum destroyed a man on the way to dest- on their way to destroying a presidency all this because a drunken lion corrupt hag didn't get her turn now with exoneration with the tables at long last be turned when will true justice prevail? We must lock up these deep, deep state Democrat clowns. That is the only way we can truly fight back against these hoax narratives. So Elon Almar said this was a case of white privilege at work. This is how you know the Democrats know they lost. When they divert to this is racist, this is racism. When you're wrong, just yell racism. That's how you know the Democrats lost and they know they lost and and comey comey james comey tweeted out the doj has lost its way but career people please stay because america needs you the country is hungry for honest and competent leadership i reply talk to your lawyers because you're gonna get locked up and i'm hoping the department of justice turns its the tables back on these deep state Democrats and starts investigating them. Bill Barr was trending. And if you go to the Bill Barr trend, um, now it's flooded with mostly people that I know. It is filled with leftist 
losing their ever-loving mind at Bill Barr. These Democrats know they got got, they know they lost, and they're just having irrational, irate, sorry, I burped, damn Red Bull, tantrums. This is someone, someone said this, those early Bill Barr is an institutionalist, uh, take, takes look a bit silly now, unless the institution, okay, uh, if thousands of Americans were dying every single day, Bill Barr wouldn't be trying to get away with this. He is counting on us being too exhausted and distracted and overwhelmed to care about right or wrong. He is counting on a workforce too scared to quit in protest. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think we have to see Bill Barr dropping charges against someone who already entered a guilty plea as a preview. Uh, these, these, these people are losing their mind. They want to keep a witch hunt going. They want to see a innocent good man locked up because of orange man bad. These Democrats, all of them, they need to be investigated. Imagine if we put any of these Democrats under the same investigation the Trump administration has been under, Trump has been under. Can you only imagine what we would find what we would find out if we investigated Obama that way, if we investigated the Clintons that way, just from Clinton's emails. Her emails alone is enough to lock that woman away for life. But nothing, nothing comes from this. And I am hoping, I am praying that now it is our turn to fight back against these dirty Democrats. It is our time now to start investigating them, to start pointing the fingers at them, to start taking them down for their wrongdoings. Right when this COVID-19 situation breaks out, is done, that is the next step. That is the only way. Trump's last term, his second term, which would be his last, is going to be all about destroying these Democrats. Leading up to the election, it's going to be all about investigating and destroying these Democrats because that is going to be a great rallying cry to get the entire Republican base angry, fired up, and ready to vote. Do you believe we should believe all women? I believe in the survivors that have come forward like Blasey Ford and the other ones that have come forward, I, I do stand with them. I think that there needs to be a conversation rather than a hashtag. Are you in favor of the conversation? I mean, does Joe Biden get due process? Does he get the chance to vet these claims and defend himself? Is that okay? I think he's been doing that, right? He's had a chance for more platforms than I have. If I can just go back for one second to Blasey Ford. Yes. Some of those who supported her, but now have found a reason not to support you, say, well, she was under oath. Would you go under oath? Absolutely. They say, well, she subjected herself to cross-examination. Would you do that? Absolutely. They also point out that she took a polygraph controlled by someone on her team. Is that something you want to do? I'm not a criminal. Joe Biden should take the polygraph. What kind of precedent does that set? for survivors of violence. Does that mean we're presumed guilty and we all have to take polygraphs? So I will take one if Joe Biden takes one, but I'm not a criminal. You see, when she was first saying that, I thought it was her way of saying, no, I don't want to take a polygraph. Well, if you agreed to all that stuff where you can easily lie your way through, uh, why would you say no to a polygraph? And that's what I initially thought. But then she ended it saying is, I'll take one if he takes one. And you know what? She did kind of make sense. 
where she's saying, I'm not the criminal here. Why, why would I take the polygraph? He should be the one taking the polygraph. Well, it makes sense. But also at the same time, I do think if her story is as true as she says it is, as she believes it is, I think that she should be just go and take the polygraph. If you think so, just put an end to it. Look, I'm telling the truth. Take the polygraph, end it there. That's my personal opinion. And my personal opinion, obviously, I'm on her side more than I'm on Biden's side, obviously. But obviously, you know, you, you, I do want to see proof. I don't believe in believing all women for no reason. You, you got to see proof. Although, given Biden's history and his past and the stuff that we've seen and how we're seeing Tara Reid being treated by the left, by the Me Too movement on how she's pretty much thrown to the curve for the most part to protect Biden, that is something noteworthy. That is something that also lends credibility to Tara Reid, the fact that the left is trying to shut her down and shut her up so much. But I do think I would love to see her take a polygraph test like now, um, so this way we can put it to rest. Now, Bill Mitchell, he said something that I, that I saw today, and I, and I loved it. He said, honestly, I don't need the Tara Reid story. I saw Joe Biden grope a little girl's breast on national TV with her parents standing right there as she pulled away in terror. A voter who saw that and does not care or won't care about terror. Any voter who, who saw that and doesn't care won't care about Tara Reid. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's true. It was just worded really weirdly, but that's true. If Because obviously people, everybody's seen those videos of creepy Biden touching kids. We've all seen it. The Tara Reid story is irrelevant compared to that. <laughs> Let's just be real here. We've all seen it. It's on display. He's done it on C-SPAN. He's done it on, in, in, in the White House. In, on camera, in front of people. This dude is, is a maniac. Anybody who votes for the, this guy or supports this guy, you're just as stupid. You're just as crazy as him. So this pandemic film is going absolutely viral, and we're going to watch it together because I see it getting removed all over the place. So I want to make sure it lives forever on the internet. So we're going to watch it, and we're going to review it along the way. Please share. Let's spread the word. This is an amazing film. Dr. Judy Mikovits has been called one of the most accomplished scientists of her generation. Her 1991 doctoral thesis revolutionized the treatment of HIV-AIDS. At the height of her career, Dr. Mikovits published a blockbuster article in the journal Science. The controversial article sent shockwaves through the scientific community as it revealed that the common use of animal and human fetal tissues were unleashing devastating plagues of chronic diseases. For exposing their deadly secrets, the minions of Big Pharma waged war on Dr. Mikovits, destroying her good name, career, and personal life. Now, as the fate of nations hang in the balance, Dr. Mikovits is naming names of those behind the plague of corruption that places all human life in danger. So you made a discovery that conflicted with the agreed-upon narrative. <laughs> Correct. And for that, they did everything in their powers to destroy your life. Correct. You were arrested. Correct. And then you were put under a gag order. Um, for, for five years, if I went on social media, if I said anything at all, they would find new evidence and, um, and put me back in jail. 
and it was one of the few times I cried, and it was because I knew there was no evidence the first time. And they, when you can unleash that kind of force to force someone into bankruptcy with a perfect credit score, and so that I couldn't bring my 97 witnesses, which included the heads, Tony Fauci, you know, Ian Lipkin, the heads of the public health in HHS, who would have had to testify that we did absolutely nothing wrong. And so what did they charge you with? Nothing. But you were in jail. I was held in jail with no charges. I was called a fugitive from justice. No warrant, literally drug me out of the house. Our neighbors are looking at what's going on here. You know, they searched my house without a warrant, literally terrorized my husband for five days. They said, if you don't find the notebooks, if you don't find the material, which was not in my possession, but planted in my house. As if you took intellectual property from the laboratory. Is yes. that correct? It was, it was intended to appear as if I took confidential material names and intellectual property from the laboratory. So she's saying that she was pretty much set up to go to jail because she was speaking out against these people. I'm going to play devil. I want to play devil's advocate throughout this entire video, even though I personally do believe her. It is healthy to play devil's advocate. And I could prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that I didn't heads of our entire HHS colluded and destroyed my reputation and the Department of Justice and the FBI sat on it and kept that case under seal, which means you can't say there's a case or your lawyers are held in contempt of court. So you can't even get a lawyer to defend you. So every single due process right was taken away from me and to this day remains the same. I have no constitutional freedoms or rights. Yet you sit here. <laughs> I think a lot of people would probably have just taken the retirement out early, laid low, but you have decided to come forth when your gag order has been released to write a book called Plague of Corruption, Restoring Faith in the Promise of Science, and you are naming names. Absolutely. Apparently, their attempt to silence you has failed. And I, I have to ask, how do you sit here with confidence to call out these great forces and not fear for your life as you leave this building? Because if we don't stop this now, we can not only forget our republic and our freedom, but we can forget humanity because we'll be killed by this agenda. See, real quick, now that is true. That's the one thing that gives credence to everything that she's going to be saying in this is the fact that she her her life is literally in danger for what she's about to do. And her life was in danger in the past and she was being sent to jail, all this. She'd been through a lot and yet she's still coming out, I guess, to speak up for freedom, to speak up for us, even though she's in at risk and danger. So that gives her a lot of credibility in my personal opinion. So Anthony Fauci. My name is uh, Dr. Tony Fauci. I'm the director of the man who was heading the pandemic task force was involved in a cover-up. He directed the cover-up. And in fact, everybody else was paid off and paid off big time. Millions of dollars in funding from Tony Fauci, Tony Fauci's organization, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. These investigators that committed the fraud continue to this day to be paid big time by the NIAID. 
And the whole world is listening to his advice for how to handle this current pandemic. How do we know that what he's saying is what we need to be learning? What he's saying is absolute uh, propaganda and, and the same kind of propaganda that he's perpetrated to kill millions since 1984. We know from this study quite clearly that there will be a delay in progression significantly greater than for individuals who do not take the drug. It started really when I was 25 years old. I was part of the team that isolated HIV from the saliva and blood of the patients from France, where Luc Montagnier had originally isolated the virus. This was a confirmatory study, but Tony Fauci and Robert Gallo were working together then to spin the story in a different way. At that time, Dr. Rossetti was out of town, and Tony Fauci says, um, you know, we understand that you have a paper in press, and we want a copy of it. And I said, yes, there's a paper in press, and it's confidential, and no, I will not give you a copy of it. <laughs> he started screaming at me, then he said, give us the paper right now, or, or you'll be fired for insubordination. And I just said... I'm sure when Dr. Rossetti gets back, you can have the conversation. And so Frank comes back, you know, several weeks later, and is really bullied into giving Fauci the paper. Fauci holds up the publication of the paper for several months, while Robert Gallo writes his own paper and takes all the credit. And of course, patents are involved. This delay of the confirmation, you know, literally led to spreading the virus around, um, you know, killing millions. Perhaps no one expressed the anguish of AIDS better than New York writer Larry Kramer. But he was even more angry at the federal government and the pharmaceutical industry. One person who felt Kramer's fury was NIH Dr. Anthony Fauci. It's still been crushing to me to think that I didn't know my work in 1999 was something that had been avoided. From 83 and 82, when the virus was isolated, the virus didn't have to wait until 84 to be confirmed. Think of how many people, the entire continent of Africa, you know, lost a generation as that virus was spread through because of the arrogance of a group of people, and it includes Robert Redfield, who's now the head of the CDC right along with Tony Fauci. They were working together to take credit and make money, and they had the patents on it, and tailored them to IL-2 therapy, which was absolutely the wrong therapy. See, she's pretty much saying is it, these people that are in charge of these big disease uh, institutions were in charge were involved in these scandals and it, and it's all for money if you just follow the money why else would some would be someone be doing this if it wasn't for massive boatloads amounts of money and had that not happened millions wouldn't have died um, from HIV how can a man who's giving any any person who's giving global advice for health own a patent in the solution in the vaccine. Isn't that a conflict of interest or shouldn't it be? It is a conflict of interest. And in fact, this is one of the things that I, I've been saying and would like to say to President Trump, repeal the Bayh-Dole Act. 
Bayh-Dole fundamentally changed the way universities approach technology transfer, uh, and you can see that best in the statistics. Universities obtain 16 times as many patents today as they did in 1980. Now, everybody's getting more patents, but still, universities' share of all patents in the United States is more than five times greater than it was before Bayh-Dole. The situation has gotten so bad uh, that one uh, information technology industry official has publicly referred to universities as, quote, crack addicts, unquote, driven by, quote, small-minded tech transfer offices addicted to patent royalties. That act gave government workers the right to patent their discoveries. So to, to claim intellectual property for discoveries that the taxpayer paid for. Ever since that happened in the early 80s, it destroyed science. And this... She's so right because some government official can discover something and he personally claims ownership to that discovery or that invention or whatever, which should be the government, the government's property, our property, because we're paying our tax dollars to fund these expeditions. It should be ours, not theirs allowed the development of those conflicts of interest. And because if you work for a company and you come up with something for that company, that company owns it, not you. It should be the same exact thing with this. And this is the crime behind letting somebody like Bill Gates with billions of dollars. Nobody elected him. He has no medical background. He has no expertise. But we let people like that have a voice in this country while we destroy the lives of millions of people. Normal. Bill Gates is the tyrant nobody elected. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. If we activate mandatory vaccines globally, I imagine these people stand to make hundreds of billions of dollars that own the vaccines. And they'll kill millions, as they already have with their vaccines. There is no vaccine currently on the schedule for any RNA virus that works. So I have to ask you, are you anti-vaccine? Oh, absolutely not. I'm, in fact, vaccine is immune therapy, uh, just like interferon alpha is immune therapy. So I'm not anti-vaccine. My job is to develop immune therapies. That's what vaccines are. Do you believe that this virus was created in a laboratory? I wouldn't use the word created, but you can't say naturally occurring if it was by way of the laboratory. So it's very clear this virus was manipulated, These, this family of viruses was manipulated and studied in a laboratory where the animals were taken into the laboratory. And this is what was released, whether deliberate or not. That cannot be naturally occurring. What she just said is pretty much being proven more and more as time goes on, as, as more investigations of the Wahoo lab are going on. Somebody didn't go to a market, get a bat. The virus didn't jump directly to humans. That's not how it works. That's accelerated viral evolution. If it was a natural occurrence, it would take it up to 800 years to occur. This occurred from SARS-1 within a decade. That's not, that's not naturally occurring. And do you have any ideas of where this occurred? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it occurred between the North Carolina laboratories, Fort Detrick, U.S. Army Research Institute of Infectious Disease, and the Wuhan Laboratory. $3.7 million flowed from the National Institutes of Health here in the U.S. 
to the Wuhan lab in China, the same lab where many people have said that this coronavirus infection first originated. We also now know that NIAID, the department associated with the National Institutes of Health, of which Dr. Anthony Fauci is in control, had already been conducting experiments with the Wuhan lab. That was a photo of what seems Nancy Pelosi, Fauci. I think they're with, uh, what's his name? Rocket Man. Had already been conducting experiments with the Wuhan lab in the past in regard to coronavirus. If Dr. Anthony Fauci cannot be honest with the public about his connection to this lab, then Fauci has to go. In 1999, I was working in Fort Detrick in USAMRID there, and my job was to teach Ebola how to infect human cells without killing them. Ebola couldn't infect human cells until we took it in the laboratories and taught him. It's hard to ignore the death tolls. People have been dying. They are dying from this in, in quite alarming numbers. How do you reconcile that? Uh, um, it, it's pretty easy when you see, um, for me, when you see what the government has done, and that is that they took, quoting Dr. Burks, We've taken a, a very, very liberal, liberal approach. approach to mortality. If my husband were to die, who has COPD, his lungs have fibrosis, his lungs would look exactly like somebody with COVID-19, theoretically, but he has no evidence of infection. So if you're not testing and you don't have evidence of infection, and if you walked in there today, you know, they'd call it COVID-19. Exactly. The COVID-19 deaths are being artificially inflated to the maximum right now to cover the asses of the people who promoted this hoax to, and promoted this entire lockdown. And, and we hear this from the doctors and nurses who are upset. I've seen so many doctors online that have made their own webcam videos just perplexed by the protocol that the CDC had given them. Well, last Friday, I received a seven-page document that sort of told me that if I had an 86-year-old patient that had pneumonia but was never tested for COVID-19, but sometime after she came down with pneumonia, we learned that she had been exposed to her son who had no symptoms but later on was identified with COVID-19, that it would be appropriate to diagnose on the death certificate COVID-19. When I'm writing up my death report, I'm being pressured to add COVID. This is Dr. Erickson speaking right now. We actually had him on the show and we actually interviewed him before. Why is that? Why are we being pressured to add COVID to maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? I think so. Why would they want to skew the number of deaths due to COVID-19? Well, fear is a great way to control people. And sometimes people's ability to think for themselves is paralyzed if they're frightened enough. And that's not where I want people to be. I want people to say, we're gonna get through this. I'm gonna use my head. I'm gonna go to different sources. I'm gonna listen to different sources. And I'm gonna think for myself because that's what America's about. If someone dies with COVID-19, we are counting that as a COVID-19 death. You don't die with an infection. You die from an infection. I've talked with doctors who have admitted that they are being incentivized to list patients that are sick or have died with COVID-19. Yeah, $13,000 for Medicare, if you call it COVID-19. 
Right now, Medicare has determined that if you have a COVID-19 admission to the hospital, you'll get paid $13,000. If that COVID-19 patient goes on a ventilator, you get $39,000. This is exactly what I've been saying, what we've been saying on my show for a long time. These hospitals are incentivized to... in. inflate the COVID-19 numbers for money because especially right now, hospital admissions is at an all-time low and hospital workers are actually losing their jobs. And hospitals, for the most part, can completely go out of business, which they're not really going to go out of business, but they could because they, they rely on money. They rely on patients coming in. And right now, nobody's coming into the hospitals because of lockdowns, because of scares, where so if somebody does come in, they need to inflate the count so this way they can keep the lights on three times as much. And you've killed them with the ventilator because you gave them the wrong treatment. All the things that just don't make sense, the patients I'm seeing in front of me, the lungs I'm trying to improve, have led me to believe that we are operating under a medical paradigm that is untrue. And I fear that this misguided treatment will lead to a tremendous amount of harm to a great number of people in a very short time. My next question is about Italy. I want to know why Italy was hit so hard. Italy has a a very old population. Um, They're very sick with inflammatory disorders. They got, at the beginning of 2019, an untested new form of influenza vaccine that had four different strains of influenza, including the highly pathogenic H1N1. That vaccine was grown in a cell line, a dog cell line. Dogs have lots of coronaviruses, and that's why they're not testing there. You could just say, oh, it was that. As the country begins emerging from the worst of the coronavirus epidemic, one question remains. What happened to all the hydroxychloroquine? We know that hydrochloroquine and zinc are working great for patients. And then Fauci comes out and says, well, there's no double-blind controlled placebo study, which, by the way, Dr. Fauci... Is there going to be a double-blind controlled placebo study of your vaccine? Is there? In a survey polling nearly 2,300 doctors. Exactly. It's kind of strange how Fauci and so many on the left in the deep state want to discredit hydroxychloroquine. It's almost like that there is a big farmer-type incentive or an ulterior motive incentive to discredit it when all these doctors are saying it does work. In some 30 countries, hydroxychloroquine was ranked as the most effective medication to treat the virus. The AMA was saying, you know, doctors will lose their license if they use hydroxychloroquine, the anti-malarial drug that's been on the list of essential medicine worldwide for 70 years. Dr. Fauci calls that anecdotal data. It's not storytelling if we have thousands of pages. You know what's actual data? You know what is actually, you got to take a lot of anecdotal data and you combine it and then that is real data and it's no longer anecdotal data. Whenever you look at charts and graphs, all it's doing is combining all the anecdotal data into a large sum. So right now, I think we have enough anecdotal data to combine into actual real non-anecdotal data to prove that it works. ...of data saying it's effective against these families of viruses. This is essential medicine, and they keep it from the people. Not only now, but back in autism with our discovery, there was an old antiviral drug, 100-year-old drug called Suramin, on the WHO list of essential medicine. It literally gave kids with autism a voice, a life. What did Bayer and Monsanto do? They took it away from everybody. You couldn't get it to save your life right now. 
we tried. Believe me, every way we could. So when you take away a medicine, and not just the WHO, not just the WHO, the FDA, the CDC, Tony Fauci, close everything. Just end it all, and we've got a healthy world again. And we got tons of money because we can take all that money they're making on their patents and we can give it to the victims of this plague of corruption. Is it safe to say that anything that cannot be patented has been shut down intentionally because there's no way to profit from it, all these natural remedies that we have had forever? Absolutely, that's fair to say, and that's exactly what's going on in COVID-19. The game is to prevent the therapies till everyone is infected and push the vaccines, knowing that the flu vaccines increase the odds by 36% of getting COVID-19. Where does that data come from? A publication last year where the military who had been vaccinated with influenza were more susceptible to coronaviruses. Coronaviruses are in every animal. So if you've ever had a flu vaccine, you were injected with coronaviruses. And then to put on a mask. This doesn't make any sense. We wear masks in an acute setting to protect us. We're not wearing masks. Why is that? Because we understand microbiology, we understand immunology, and we want strong immune systems. Our immune system is used to touching. We share bacteria, staphylococcal, streptococcal bacteria, viruses. We develop an immune response daily to this stuff. When you take that away from me, my immune system drops. As I shelter in place, my immune system drops. You keep me there for months, it drops more. And now I'm at home hand washing vigorously, washing the counters worried about things that are indeed what I need to survive. You're not, you're not immunodeficient and you're not uh, elderly. You should be able to go out without any gloves and without a mask. I think if you are those things, you should either shelter in place or wear a mask and gloves. I don't think everybody needs to wear a mask and gloves because it reduces your bacterial flora. It doesn't allow you to interact with society and your bacteria flora and your viruses, your friends that protect you from other diseases, end up going away, and now you're more likely to get opportunistic infections, infections that are hoping you don't have your good bugs fighting for you, if that makes sense. And then as we all come out of shelter in place with a lower immune system and start trading viruses and bacteria, what do you think is going to happen? So basically what's going to happen is lockdowns are actually making us less safe and more susceptible to more viruses and possibly even more deadly viruses. Who knows what new stuff can pop up amongst the people who were on too much of extreme lockdown, who haven't been exposed to the outside world in two months. Lord knows the type of viral infections that they'll be susceptible to now. Viruses that the human species never had to have dealt with because our own bacteria has been able to destroy them. Disease is going to spike. I guarantee when we reopen, there's going to be a huge, huge amount of illness that's going to be rampant. The building blocks of your immune system is virus and bacteria. End of story. Wearing the mask literally. I'll be honest with you, this is why I've been going outside every day specifically for a run. Right now I live in Hollywood. Hollywood is actual an s-hole. It is dirty, filthy, garbage. The whole town smells like piss and shit. And yet I go out every day for a run and I'm breathing that in, not because I want to, just because I have no choice, but I, I, I'm confident that that is boosting my immune system enough to get my body physically through this whole lockdowns, even though I'm not interacting with many people or going to many places because everything's shut down. I'm just hoping all that piss and shit actually goes for good. <laughs> 
properly activate your own virus. You're getting sick from your own reactivated coronavirus expressions. And if it happens to be SARS-CoV-2, then you've got a big problem. You're, you're not the first virologist who has told me that we're doing the exact opposite of what we should be doing to contain and to create immunity from this virus. Why would you close the beach? You've got sequences in the soil, in the sand. You've got healing microbes in the ocean, in the salt water. That's insanity. These institutions that are polluting our environment and our bodies, there was a time when they actually had to fight their own battles. But they've done such a great job at manipulating the masses that it's other people shutting down other citizens. And the big tech platforms follow suit and they shut everything down. There is no dissenting voices allowed anymore. And Another thing is the fact that social media is censoring this film so much makes me believe, makes it hold even more credibility because what is being hidden, who is making the calls to make sure something like this doesn't go out? This free country, which is something I never thought I would live to see. Uh, nor would I accept what I've experienced since 2011. It's beyond comprehension how a society can be so fooled that the types of propaganda continue to where they're just driving us to hate each other. You want to go to work yes. and get this disease? Uh, I think the medical profession know what they're They've talking about. They've been wrong so far, man. They've been wrong. Hopefully, this is the wake-up call of all America to realize this makes no sense and, and we win because it will take down the whole program with information like this. And, and for me, it's the great news that the doctors are waking up and saying, wait a minute. You, you doctors that are watching this, and I see a lot of you right here, why are you not getting loud? I'm here to defend you. I'm here to defend my freedoms. I'm here to defend my family's freedoms, my patients' rights to choose what to do with their life. I'm just blown away, and I'm blown away why there are not more doctors like me talking about this all over the place. We should be banding together right now. You need to wake up because your liberties are getting taken away from you all because of fake news that's out there. This is wrong. People should be going to jail for this stuff. So it's God bless that doctor and all the other doctors standing up. And he's right. Doctors, you all need to band together and make a stand against this fake BS because you're the people in the in the position of, I guess, being an expert uh, or being of the position of authority to actually make a change and to do something. It's not the scientists who are in any way dishonest. They're listening to people who for more than 40 years have controlled who gets funded, what gets published. And I'm sorry to say many, many people will simply take the money and the fame and that support, things that absolutely aren't true. What do you say to the medical professionals that are just beginning to get a glimpse of the depth to which they have been misled and steered away from their oath to do no harm. I say forgive yourselves. It, it's the hardest thing to realize for all of us and is, is that with all the best intention, we studied, we learned what we thought was the truth. We had no idea 
that that the the data that we were being told was true was not true. We've been taught now in our in our schools a very different science. You don't get funded if you don't speak the party line. You don't get published. That was probably the hardest thing for me to take, is understanding that scientific journals would, would twist the discovery that should have healed all. Will the scientific community have the courage to answer the question of whether these diseases might have been of their own creation? Thank you. So what we did pretty much ever since I got out of jail, we started an education company. We wake up doctors, and it's very difficult. But every doctor who realized they may have been part of the problem has now turned that around to march toward a better society and restore faith in the promise of medicine. That's all we can do. Well, Dr. Mikovits, thank you so much for your time. It's been a real honor to sit here with you, and, and particularly thank you for your courage. Thank you, Mickey. I appreciate it a lot. The idea that we are now a few days away from a new administration, given, as you heard from the introduction, that I have been around for a while and have had the opportunity of serving in five administrations, I thought I would bring that perspective to the topic today, is the issue of pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today is that there is no question that there will be a surprise outbreak. Wow. It is almost like it was planned. Not, not that it was planned. Who knows? This conspiracy goes deeper and deeper every single day. And you know what? When I talk, when I like to tell, talk to people and tell people, I like to ground it in uh, into the into the full-on reality. I don't like to, to go off into the whole speculation. Is it possible that this whole pandemic was, com this outbreak was planned? Yes, that is a possibility, but we need to see the evidence and the direct proof that it is. Is it also possible it could have just happened and the deep state and the Democrats wanted to take advantage of it to crash the entire economy to institute more socialist and more control is that possible yes was trump lied to by fauci and bricks about the severity of this virus i would say probably because before all this trump was saying it's not that big of a deal chill out and i i, I think somebody was telling him it might have been the cia fbi i don't know one of the organizations i believe were telling him not to worry too much about it and then it gets to the point where he switches his tune, and all of a sudden he's saying this is doomsday. Not, he's not really saying this is doomsday. This is a great virus or whatever, whatever. We need to do this, that, that, that. And I think initially he wanted to take the easy win because the 2.2 million per death projection models were out at that time. And I think he knew, okay, 2.2 million people aren't going to die. This is probably going to last a pretty short time. Let me just go in, do what they want me to do. I'll do it. We'll walk out with a big win because 2 million people aren't going to die. And I think that's what his initial motive was going into it. Uh, but obviously what happens is he kind of dug himself a little bit in, and now he's firmly in the heels of this is a serious virus, even though it's not. And I don't think he no thinks it is either. I think now he's at a point uh, he can't really backtrack what he's doing. 
But I do think Trump is smart enough to keep an eye on these deep state clowns. And I do think Trump, if we, have, if we learn anything about Trump, he is always 10 steps ahead of the enemy. He knows what they're going to do before they do it. He knows how to prepare before anything happens. And I believe that Trump, I have full confidence in him because he hasn't let us down yet. I have full confidence in him that he has a plan and he knows what he's doing and he knows what's going on. And I predict when this is over, the economy is going to slingshot to higher than ever. When this is over, he's going to have all these Democrats investigated. When he's when this is over, I have faith in Trump to do the right thing and to help this country for the better. Another thing we got to look at, a positive from this, we got to take the positive from all the negatives, all this tyranny that's going on right now in America. Right now, Republicans are more fired up for the election year than ever before. What we're going to see is a mass exodus of Democrats from office, governors, city council, House, Senate. We're going to see a mass exodus of Democrats because they're going to be voted out in the droves by pissed off Republicans, by pissed off freedom-loving Americans. And you can take that to the bank. Anyways, this seems to be part one of Plandemic. Subscribe, because we're going to go when part two comes out. We'll do a review at the same time. We'll listen to and watch it together. Please share this. Spread the word, because this has been getting taken down everywhere. And I just wanted to share with you guys, give my two cents, have a discussion about it, talk about it, because the freedom of information is very important. Even if what's said in this is debatable and could be proven wrong, that's part of the debate. That's part of the healthy discussion. And when the left tries to shut things down, to cancel out a discussion, it makes you believe that they're shutting it down because they don't have a rebuttal to prove it wrong. Because it's probably correct. Anyway, guys, thanks. Thank you so much for listening to The Raging Patriot. If you are listening to Apple, please give it five stars. Uh, the left is one star bombarding me. If you want to shoot me a text, send me some fan mail, 917-540-8768. You can shoot me a text. I'll keep you updated on things. You can send me questions. I might answer them on the show. I might answer them in the text with you. Uh, also, if you can, please share this episode to your friends. Send it to your friends. I, I love doing this daily show. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. Tell them to subscribe. Um, you know, I'll be here every single day. Uh, you know, I'll never take a day off. I, I, I promise you. And if I do, then I, I, pro- I probably have COVID-19. I'm probably sick and dying. So yeah, thank, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Go listen to another episode. If you listen to this this far, then, then you need help. You need to go to my other episodes. Peace out.